We are back, baby. We are fucking back. We are back. Classic. We are back. We are back. everybody here we go we are back 421 days later after the last one of these we did what have you guys been up to for 421 days i haven't talked to you what's been going on wow i've gotten older in 421 days i can tell you that much your beard your beard sure tells that story (laughs) you like the beard you like it huh what do you think yeah i got rid of the mustache let me see my son won a state football title i grew a beard uh, I didn't have any more kids. That was my last 421 days. How about you, Tom? Uh, any kids? Uh, yeah, I had <laughs> four kids. Uh, got married, divorced. So it's been a, yeah. How many? That's what you're doing 421. Uh, Isn't the secret to a great podcast you do one every 421 days? I, I would no, say people would, pro- people would probably go with 420 on that just for the significance. But uh, how many Marvel movies did you slip in there? <laughs> oh boy let's see well we had infinity war and endgame we had the spider-man movie do uh, do we do one before or after black panther i can't remember uh, i probably captain was marvel, after captain marvel uh now you don't want to ask me how many times i've seen him no i don't no I, nobody wants to really know that so all right. i thought uh, matthew berry was really good in that movie <laughs> he was a nice little cameo for matt there yeah. that was good <laughs> So, not the highlight, but no, not that. Of course, not the highlight, but nonetheless, good to see, good to see a fantasy guy uh, in a big movie like that. So, hey, we got we're only we're, we have not done this again for so long. We're seven and a half weeks left in the NFBC season. We got some crazy races going on. Uh, another record year in the NFBC, and now it's football season. I mean, uh, this is you know foot preseason last night. I didn't get to watch a ton, but uh, you know this is going to be our first weekend of. Uh, of monster drafts. I mean, we really have four more weekends before the NFL season starts finally. So, I mean, tell us a little bit what's going on in the NFC, Greg. What's what's new? I mean, what do we have going on this year that maybe people don't know about? A lot of people just just coming back, getting ready for the football season, guys that aren't, you know, baseball guys. So this is really when it starts getting busy. People are starting to think about fantasy football. What uh, what, what can you tell people that's about us? Yeah, I mean, this is our 16th season of the NFFC. It's going to be a record-breaking year again. We have a $200,000 grand prize in the NFFC primetime, $200,000 in the NFFC or the Roto-Wire Online Championship, $100,000 in the NFFC Cutline Championship. I mean, we got 10-team, 12-team, 14-team national contests. We actually have six national contests. Nobody offers that. Six different national contests. Think about that. And, uh, again, we got best ball. Uh, our silver bullet this year is a new yes. contest, which is a single entry contest. We'll talk about that. But, you know, if you're tired of guys having multiple entries and winning our national contest, jump in the silver bullet. Everybody's got one shot at it. That's why it's called the silver bullet. So we got a lot of great things going on. We're going to be live at the Bellagio 
two weekends in Las Vegas. You guys are going to be in New York at the Stewart Hotel. I was there for baseball, saw it. It's a great location right off Penn Station. So, I mean, that's going to be fantastic as well. Another thing we want to talk about, we got a great promotional partnership with MGM Resorts. So in Las Vegas, we're going to have $25 free if you download their, their app to gamble. And you can gamble anywhere within the, any MGM resort once you have that app down. So we could be sitting there watching games, guys, and we're just going to be gambling while the games are going on in-season uh, games if we want to. We also have an exclusive poker tournament <laughs> at the Bellagio. I mean, it's just a lot of stuff to talk about. I don't want to throw it all in this first segment, right, but right. we have a lot of shit going on that is good for our customers. And uh, I can hardly wait to talk about it. Yeah, that poker tournament, I think, is what, Friday night to the second weekend, correct? Friday night, second weekend, they're going to have uh, special tables just for us at the Bellagio Poker Room. And if you've ever been down there by the sports book, you know how busy it is oh, God. on a weekend like that, you yeah. know. And they're going to set aside 8, 10, 12 tables just for us starting at 10 o'clock that night. And they're going to have no rake. It's 100% payout. And it's going to be our guys after <laughs> drafting during the day, auctions, sitting down there drinking free booze. It's going to be free drinks. Yes, like to and hear just, that smack talking and having fun i mean this is the community that we like to have <clears throat> we do have this community in the nffc but now we're taking it to the next level they're gonna stay up till two o'clock banging heads over cards and having a blast awesome awesome so tom and i will be that second weekend vegas you'll actually be out there the first weekend as well where we're hosting drafts still space left in in a lot of these too so uh, if you haven't made plans for uh you know labor day weekend or the weekend after right you know nfl kickoff weekend you, and you can get out to vegas uh, certainly do that. We got there's still spots available. We have room rates uh, with the MGM. Any place you stay at the MGM hotel, we have we have room block rates there. Tom and I will actually be out in New York the weekend uh, Labor Day weekend, the weekend before. Tom, let people know kind of what we have left there. We do have some spots available. Stuff is filling up, but we do have spots left in some uh, some signature events. Let everyone know what we have left. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we're going to have a great time there at the Stewart Hotel. Basically, we're down to our primetime and classic main events there and the Silver Bullet. Uh, we'll talk about the Silver Bullet in a little bit, but the primetime's got a $200,000 grand prize this year, record classic 85000 So if you want to join us, we'll have drafts in the primetime both Friday night, August 30th, and then Saturday, August 31st, and the Classic on August 31st as well. That's Saturday, and then we'll conclude everything on Saturday night with the silver bullet there our new contest that we're going to be talking about in a little bit so it's going to be a great two days it's going to go by fast action-packed yep. a lot of fun really really looking forward to it no hey, don't forget we also have the super it's going to be aired yeah, on so sirius xm fantasy sports radio i mean that's a fantastic thing those 12 guys and all 12 guys are back from last year so you know they love the exposure they love that contest but Sirius XM for three hours is going to broadcast our Super uh, New York Super. That's fantastic. Right. Yeah, right. That league is sold out, but, yeah, we'll have a lot of fun with that. The Sirius people will be there. There may be another surprise or two. We can't say anything about it just yet, but it could be a little more excitement for that draft. Going to be a lot of fun. That's always a great league. Right. Returning champs there, Andy Saxon and Matt Modica. And then Friday night, uh, we Andy kind of plants some stuff for the draft. And then after the draft, we uh, we kind of take everybody out. And not just people from the Super. Anyone that's uh, anyone that's around, we'll, uh, we'll update you more on that as we have a little bit more information. But but that's where we stand there. So great. Um, you know, all the like I said, you, you're still interested. And in, there's still room. There's still time to get out there. I know, uh, you know, it's people are summer plans coming to an end. So if you still got time, get in there and check us out. Uh, a couple other things we've uh, actually done since uh, since last time we talked. We've actually launched 
our our brand new hockey uh, contest, national yeah. hockey contest for the first time. Uh, they're up and live. They're they're on our website, uh, playnfhc.com. Uh, basketball drafts actually live as well. We actually have some draft champions basketball drafts going on. So not only is it you know football season heating up, but we are. I mean, we're dead in the middle of you know uh, baseball or hockey if you want to do that. So a lot of stuff going on. All right, it is. I know we got our we got our event stuff out of the way. A lot of you guys are here. You want to hear about football? So I didn't get to watch a lot of football last night. I was doing our drafts, watching our drafts, and I was watching my. Twins pucker up and lose to the Indians, and now only have one game lead. They're trying to they're trying to do an epic collapse here, but we'll, I, I I digress. We'll move on. Football that started last night. Collapse. Oh my! I will say that thirteen games up at one point. I mean, That's it, right. it's unbelievable. So they just they didn't do enough with the pitching, but we'll move on. We'll move on. So you guys watched you guys watched football last night, and you guys are Packer fans. I know you didn't maybe didn't watch a lot of the Packers because nobody really played. But uh, any any big takeaways from last night? I, I'll kind of touch on on the last draft I watched last night after the games. I thought some interesting stuff, but the games themselves. What did you guys take away? Actually, I watched them as well as Tom was watching too. I mean, David Montgomery looked fantastic. We're going to see a jump up on David Montgomery in NFFC drafts. He is quick, no doubt, and he got to the house in a hurry there. He looked really good. I mean, Baker Mayfield, yes, it was only one drive, but Baker Mayfield looked fantastic, just took yeah. him right down the field. Didn't have OBJ in there, didn't have Landry in there. He looked good. Kyler Murray I don't care what anybody says. He looks like he's got control of that offense. He looked like he was back at Oklahoma. They were pretty vanilla, but, boy, this one series that he had, he was sharp. He throws that ball well. He scrambled out of the pocket one time. He looks legit. Hate to say it, but Daniel Jones looked good on one drive as well. Man, his accuracy was phenomenal. Uh, Sam Darnold looked really good on his one drive. I know it's going against maybe second-team defenses sometimes and such, but – some of these quarterbacks just were really sharp. And then I guess two sleepers that I saw, Miles Boykin, looks like he's got good size for Baltimore. I don't know how much you're going to value that, but that's a guy with an ADP of 267. Get him at the end of your draft. So also Jacoby Myers, he's an undrafted rookie free agent wide receiver for New England. He had six catches, two touchdowns last night. He has good size, and you know there's playing opportunity there. So those were just some of the takeaways I had. Yeah, I mean, for me, a lot of what Greg said, David Montgomery certainly jumped out. I tell you, I wasn't as impressed with Kyler Murray, not because of Kyler Murray, but basically they just didn't show me anything. So I got to see a little more from him. I was more impressed with Lamar Jackson, who's got massive questions about his ability to matriculate the ball down the field with a passing attack. I thought he looked pretty good last night. So, all right, let's let's see some more from him. A couple other things. I tell you what, it was only one catch, but if you saw the catch Mike Williams made yeah. last night. Wow. Mike Mike Williams is a special special player, and I'm I'm so excited about what he can do this upcoming season. A uh, couple other things I'll mention, folks. You're sleeping on Royce Freeman. I, I don't know how often I have to say this, but he is going almost four full rounds later than Philip Lindsay, who looked they both looked good last night. But this are this is a 50-50 committee. You can't have one guy going four rounds earlier, and when two guys are going to share the ball equally. Get on Royce Freeman or certainly get on him now because nobody's on this right now. So that's those are kind of the ones that jumped out at me the most. Uh, Adam Humphreys caught a ton of passes in Tennessee, so keep an eye on that. Obviously, no Corey Davis last night, no Delaney Walker, but Adam Humphreys in the slot I think is going to be a popular target for Marcus Mariota. And I want to say something about Mike Williams. He, his ADP in the NFFC is 46. 
His ADP in like the BB10s is 58. I mean, our guys are on Mike Williams, but there's a lot of leagues out there that aren't on Mike Williams, and you better get on him right now because he's just going to continue to go up. But our guys have been on him for a little bit, but he looked really good. And again, one thing I'll just say about Kyler Murray, if you watched him at Oklahoma, that's how he looked last night. You know, it's not going to change when he goes to the pros because he's in the right system that's college-oriented, roll him out, that kind of stuff. That's what I wanted to see last night. I didn't want to see him try to be a pro set passer. I wanted to see him like he was at Oklahoma. And that's what I saw in that first series. Yeah, the interesting thing I think about Murray, and I'm, I'll be on record saying I'm high on Murray, just like I was super high on Baker Mayfield last year. If you look at Murray's stats, what he did at Oakland, he actually had a better season by far in terms of you know YPA and stuff than Baker Mayfield yeah. did his senior year at Oklahoma. So again, yeah. you, you have to once you know you're moving, you got to look at the systems they're in now and stuff. But I I, I think Kyler Murray uh, sky's the limit. I mean, there's a chance he sniffs top five quarterback this year if everything falls right. I'm not saying I would draft him as a top five quarterback at this point, but there's 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 ways that he can certainly reach that level. So he's he's definitely one of the guys that's been spiking. Uh, I want to talk about the Packers real quick because I think this the one situation that nobody our guys seem not to know yet either is you know allison and marquez valdez scantling who is going to be the number two receiver it looks like allison's locked in in the slot and i know nothing got answered last night not that we were expecting it to but what do you what's your guys take you guys are closer to that than most what do you guys think on those two well i think mvs is going to be the number two and he's got the deep threat so he's got uh, the potential for bigger plays but Allison, if he's in the slot, I mean, he should probably get more receptions. So I think they're a horse apiece as far as what their final numbers are going to be. Again, in the slot, they could use him an awful lot and hit, hit him for more passes. But MVS has the upside. He has the home run play. If I'm drafting, I'm taking MVS. I really think that he has the potential to put up big numbers, kind of break through like Greg Jennings did that one year with Rodgers. So uh, to me, it's MVS as the number two. But in the slot... That's a valuable position in this Packers offense. I think Allison, if he stays healthy, could get a lot of receptions there. Yeah, that's kind of how I look at it, too. I think that they're very similar right now. Obviously, nothing was learned from last night's game. But uh, I think generally you're talking about two guys whose values could be pretty identical. Allison may catch a few more passes. Uh, Valdez Scantling may score a few more, t- couple more touchdowns. It's still all about Devontae Adams in that passing game. So I wouldn't get carried away with either guy, but there is some potential. Uh, but at this point, really, we haven't learned anything yet. Do, do people need to look at Jake Kumaro or Equinemius St. Brown at all, or are they, no. are they just flyers? No, no. No, need no I think Kumaro is definitely a guy to look at. I do. I think Rodgers likes him an awful lot. He has great size. There were two catches he made last night across the middle where the guy was on him and there were hand catches. I'm telling you, when you watch Brown or you watch this Moore, it's almost like they need their body to catch the ball, and they just do not look good. Neither one of those guys I would be on at all. But I think Kumaro is definitely a late-round dart throw because Rodgers likes Lugs him. him right, yeah. He's got good size. He's got good size. Yeah, I remember that comment. Good hair too. Yeah, he's he does have great hair. hair I remember the comment last year. It was early preseason before uh, Kumaro got hurt. That Rogers said he was the only guy running routes right last year. So to, if yeah, I mean if Rogers if, right. if Rogers likes you, I mean that that's a plus. So we'll, we'll see how that pans out. He I, I he do see him going. In, he I, looked great in camp last year, and yeah. then uh, he scored a touchdown, did a flip, and dislocated right. his shoulder. So I mean he would have had a good prospect last year, but he got hurt. Scoring a touchdown. Yeah, I do see him getting taken 19th, 20th round as dart throws in our yep. in a lot of our Rotowire online championships that I watch. So it's something to keep an eye on there. So I was watching drafts last night, like I said. Uh, Tom, you mentioned David Montgomery. 
Um, he's typically been, typically been going, you know, fourth round or so. Last night I saw him after the, after the game, after the run, the draft that happened after he went uh, last pick of the third round. So, you know, pick 36. So I definitely think the the hype train has started on Montgomery. I, I don't see it slowing down. Uh, Mike Williams, Greg, you mentioned, also went uh, first pick of the fourth round last night in the second draft. So I don't know if that had to do with, you know, somebody seeing a touchdown. Of course, that always helps. But you're right. Th- those two guys are two of the guys I see moving up. Moving up a ton, uh, Tom. I know you're. Uh, you kind of have Aaron Jones, so pretty much on every team you've drafted so far this year, uh, he's actually starting to move up. Went into the second round of a draft last night. Your thoughts? Is he still too low? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, without a doubt. I mean, now he's got to get back on the field. Obviously, he's got this hamstring injury that's kept him out for about a week. But once he gets back on the field, he is their best running back. I mean, it's he's clearly going to be their lead guy. When he got the opportunity to be the lead guy late last season, he had like six, seven straight games of RB1 production. So he should be going in the top 15, in my opinion. He's not, so take advantage as long as it lasts. What are you guys doing with Gurley? He is still kind of all over the place in our drafts. Uh, people are. I have a hard time, actually. I don't, I don't know what I would do with Gurley at this point. I'm probably just avoiding him to avoid the situation and taking someone I, I think I can be a little more uh, confident in to start the season and whatnot. But, uh, I mean, there's a chance he, you know, he's Todd Gurley and uh, getting him in the second round, or he's even gone as late as the early third round in a couple drafts. Where are you, what are you guys doing with him now? Yeah, I mean, Tom and I have talked about this on our Sirius XM show. If we got one of the top four picks and Gurley comes down to 21, 22, 23, we're definitely doubling up. We're taking him. Now, I wouldn't take him at 13, 14. I don't want to, you know, take him as my number one running back there after taking a wide receiver. But the upside to win $100,000, $200,000 is doubling them up with a RB1, you know, like uh, Camara. And so, yes, I'm taking them there. But I'm not going to take them in the first round, obviously. If he drops to me in the third round, I'm taking them there, too. I, I know he's going to have limitations this year, but I want to win the $200,000 grand prize, and I think he could do that with where he's falling in drafts. Yeah, I agree. I, I think there's obviously there's risk here. Um, but I think at the end of the second round, now you've got a stud running back, right? You got one of those top four guys. So if Gurley doesn't come through, it mitigates a little bit of the damage there. You've already got a stud running back. You're not counting on Gurley to be that guy. You're counting on him or hoping for him to be your two. So if he fails, I think you're still going to be okay there. Uh one thing I'll mention is I was listening to Adam Kaplan on Sirius uh, Radio the other day, and he said Malcolm Brown is the backup right now. He is the number two running back in, in Los Angeles for the Rams. Daryl Henderson is the number three, and he thought, Kaplan thought, people were overdrafting him because he is not going to be the backup if anything happens to Gurley. So that's interesting. I would still say they traded up for Daryl Henderson for a reason, and I think that he's certainly more dynamic a running back than Malcolm Brown. So let's see how this plays out, but that's just a little food for thought. Yeah, we've actually seen uh, Henderson start sliding down our uh, our draft boards. He was actually early in the season. He was being taken in the fifth round a lot of times. Last night I saw him go actually in the eighth round. So people, maybe they're on that. Maybe they're just, uh, it's just, you know, maybe some of the luster's worn off. Uh, you know, so I don't I don't know. But he's he's been sliding down our boards instead of actually sliding up. So two games tonight. I don't, I don't know that uh, we're going to get much from them, but you have uh, Buccaneers and Steelers and Vikings Saints. I, as a Vikings guy, I don't think we're going to see a whole lot of, out of the Vikings tonight going to be very vanilla but uh anything you guys think uh you're looking at in any of these maybe the pittsburgh wide receiver situation tampa Bay running backs what are you what are you looking at here 
Yeah, I mean, with the Steelers, you want to see who's going to be the number two wide receivers there. Uh, is James Washington going to show anything? Let's see what he does. I don't know how much these guys are going to play. Even last night, everyone played one series at most, so I'm not quite sure. Uh, I got to ask you a question. What's this Madison, the backup for the Vikings? Are we going to see him tonight? I see he's being drafted in a lot of our leagues. I think you're going to see him. I, I highly doubt Delvin Cook steps foot on the field. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want him to do that. So we'll right. see Madison. I'm sure he starts. I. I think he. You know, I'm not a big handcuffing guy, but I do think if I'm a Delvin Cook owner, this is the one guy I am going to handcuff. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, he's not the same dynamic player Delvin Cook is. Very few are. But uh, in the Viking system, this is a guy we. You know, we've seen Latavius Murray in the past. We've seen Jarek McKinnon in the past be very, very valuable as quote-unquote cook handcuff so this is a guy that can provide the same type of production as maybe a latavius murray so definitely if you're a delvin cook owner uh, the investment in madison right now is about a 12th to 13th round pick i think it's vi- one of the situations in which i would handcuff he- he's a good player yeah yeah as far as um what i'm a little looking for same thing as greg i like to see those number two receivers in in pittsburgh also the tampa bay backfield what are we gonna what does yeah. ronald jones look like because if Ronald Jones looks good, certainly there's nothing exciting about Peyton Barber. So if Ronald Jones looks good, he'll have the opportunity to certainly be a, an impact player there. But, uh, you know, he was so bad last season. So we'll see what he looks like. Yeah, that's probably the biggest thing for me. Yeah, one last thing uh, before we we'll – do, we'll do a couple of these next week. But Duke Johnson trade, let's talk about that real quick. He uh, – two drafts last night. He was, you know, a 13th, 14th round pick in our drafts. He was 7th and 8th round last night. What are you guys' thoughts? Wow. Yeah, I mean, that's interesting because O'Brien doesn't really use a, a back to catch a lot of passes in that offense, but obviously they traded for him. He's in a perfect situation. That was a great landing spot yeah. for him. They will throw the ball to him. He will get catches there. I mean, it couldn't have been any better for a Duke Johnson owner. We own him, Tom, in the FSGA league. I just we found be- that. I, yeah, I just <laughs> saw that today. I was checking our team. I, I thought we had I, – I didn't know who we had, so I was looking to see. Uh, yeah. Merry Way Christmas there. Nice. I got him in the auction league, too. That was pretty sweet. Uh, It's great value for him. It's good for the Texans, obviously. They need a backup there. I'm not a big Lamar Miller fan myself. No, I don't think any of us are. No. No. So I think it's a great landing spot for him. If nothing else, I think it's a little bit of a boost for Deshaun Watson, too. I mean, you just got now a dynamic player at running back to get the ball out, too. So I think think it's just a a nice move all the way around. NFL GMs don't give up third-round picks for players they don't plan to play. That's just the reality yeah. of it. And that's what they will get. Now it's a conditional third, but that's what it could be for the for the Texans. So Tex, you don't give that up unless you plan to play this guy. I think he's better than Lamar Miller. He's certainly very good in the passing game. You know you got injuries issues there with Will Fuller. Kiki Kute got hurt again last night. Yeah, unfortunate. So Duke John Duke Johnson could end up being the number two receiver in that passing game behind DeAndre Hopkins. Wow, that's uh, yeah. Just it, the sky's the limit at this point for Duke Johnson. We're going to see where he starts swallowing him. Interesting to see where he goes this weekend. Speaking of this weekend, we got a ton of drafts. All of our contests are out there. This is the first monster weekend of four. So uh, you know, if you're sitting here listening to us, want to get in drafts, Tom and I will be around all weekend. Greg will be in there a little bit as well. Come join us. We got some, like you said, RotoWire Online Championship, brand new two hundred thousand dollar grand prize, prime times, which we don't have any live drafts yet, but. Uh, you know, $200,000 grand prize there. All of our con- cut line, $100,000 contest. So we're ready for you. You want to draft? Come find us. PlayNFFC.com. Anything else, guys? 29 drafting days Oof. left in the NFFC counting tonight. So, I mean, it's getting here. And uh, 
We are so excited to host the live drafts, but I'm telling you what, every night these are filling up and we have 11 Eastern time drafts for the cut line. I mean, for the online championship, 1030 for the cut line. 1030 cut line, new time. Yep, 10 Eastern. 1030 Eastern, excuse me. So, I mean, we got later what drafts this year. We've been filling up three cut, uh, online championships a night at 8, 10, and 11. We'll start doubling up on those pretty soon. So jump on in. And these drafts are getting done in 90 so minutes. Fast. Our software is so freaking great right now. They get done so Cut quick. lines, and cut lines. I've d- done cut lines that have gotten done in 63 minutes. So they usually average about <laughs> se- 75 right now. The onlines are under 90 minutes most of the time. So they're flying. I mean, guys are doing two a night all the time. They're doing eight and they're doing 10. They're right. just staying for a doubleheader. Same with cut lines, you know, uh, nine and 10 30 boom they're getting done they're getting two drafts done in less than three hours yeah i mean that's fantastic and it's fun when it goes that quickly and our guys know what's going on so uh jump jump on in like i say 29 more days uh we'll be getting together soon in las vegas but until then win money online with us all right sounds good we'll be back next week with a little bit of draft recap and we'll talk to you guys then